Hey, you, listening to this podcast, are you doing something else? Are you trying to catch up on some work? Are you attempting to do two things at once? Well, stop. Please listen to this episode all about multitasking, why it is a massive lie and how you can eradicate it for the most part from your purpose-led entrepreneur life. self-sabotage to success podcast dropping every Wednesday into your podcast platform of choice and I am your host Lucy Orton. I'm the anti-self-sabotage coach and a success and transformation expert. I love all things positive psychology and I work with female purpose-led entrepreneurs to transform them from self-sabotaging, procrastinating, imposter syndrome feeling, but very, very talented business owners into the most empowered CEOs who recognize and own that talent and who move away from their self-sabotage into self-belief, which is rock solid, confidence, which is supercharged, and as a very happy byproduct into amazing business success. The Self-Sabotage to Success podcast was created to help women just like you step into your awesome because your voice is needed more than ever in this world that we live in. I am extremely thankful to have you here and if you enjoy this episode and the rest of the Self-Sabotage to Success back catalogue, then I'd love to hear from you. You can book a Self-Sabotage breakthrough call using the link bit.ly forward slash booking Lucy, which is also in the show notes. And if you got value from today's episode, you can also help the positive messages of this podcast reach even more purpose-led female entrepreneurs by leaving me a five-star rating or even better, a review on Apple Podcasts. I am so touched by every review and every message I receive. So thank you very much for doing so and for listening. Enjoy this week's show and I am championing you and your purpose-led business always. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode, which is all about the blatant lie we've been told. Um, A really big lie, actually, and it's something that makes me rage. It's something that I passionately care about busting this myth and this untruth. And it's all about multitasking. And the fact that we, and by we I often mean women are encouraged to believe that multitasking is desirable. Multitasking is helpful. Multitasking is aspirational. Multitasking is just a cross we have to bear. And I want to talk today about how it really isn't and that that is just a blatant lie. There's lots of reasons that back this up. Some of them in today's episode I'm going to be exploring are led by research and some are more uh, led by my own experience of coaching women just like you, you purpose-led, busy entrepreneurs. And I would also like to start the episode with a caveat, which is we are living still, it's 2021, towards the end of 2021 whilst I record this episode, in extraordinary times. And COVID has added an extra element of difficulty to so many of our lives. It's meant that we cannot simply be focused in an idealistic way. We have to balance and we have to juggle. 
And right now I have been thrown back into homeschooling and COVID existence um, and back managing my business around that. So I 100% feel any of you who are going through still that very difficult COVID homeschool life juggle. And I know it differs for everyone in all different parts of the world, but you may hear today some noises in the background. You may hear some children chuntering or talking. And that's because I am having to, in a grand irony, multitask while I record this episode. I'm very fortunate that my husband is actually dealing with the children at the moment, but it's not that way for everyone in this situation. And some elements of multitasking have to creep into our day-to-day life. So my caveat is, this episode is about the blatant lie of multitasking. But if circumstances mean you have to multitask, please do not feel bad about it. This is something which is at times unavoidable. But in today's episode, I want to talk to you about the times when you can avoid it and really why you should. At any time where there is an option and there is something you can do differently, take it, grasp it with both hands and keep yourself with a one-track mind. Keep yourself able to use that beautiful brain of yours to its full potential by allowing it the space and time to consider what it is, that very task that is in front of you. So with that very presently felt, from my perspective, caveat before us, I do want to dig into, in no uncertain terms, the blatant lie of multitasking and why it bothers me so much for my clients as purpose-led entrepreneurs. So I'm going to be talking about the lie of multitasking from several different angles. Firstly and foremostly, I'm going to be talking about multitasking as a very female lie. Now, this doesn't mean it doesn't affect those lovely men listeners listening in, but I want to talk about why this is such an issue for female entrepreneurs. Secondly, I'm going to be talking about multitasking as a productivity lie. It is something which is often connected and seen to be linked to greater productivity, to that hustle, to that thrust and to that toxic busyness that we've talked about before on the podcast. And I'm going to be hopefully busting that myth apart for you today. Thirdly, I'm going to be talking about the lie of multitasking that leads to burnout. What happens when we allow those incorrect, unfair and unproductive narratives to filter into our way of working and why that is something to be avoided at all costs, whenever possible, in brackets, thinking about that nuance and that caveat from the beginning. And finally, I'm going to end with some tips about how you can protect your business from the lie and the scourge of multitasking. So let's get digging into this topic because it's one that I'm very passionate about and I've been wanting to talk about for a long time. So it is a very female lie and my whole life, and I'm sure for many of you listening, this will resonate. I have considered and understood on some basic level that as a woman, as a girl, I am able to multitask. I have some special superpower that enables me to do more things. I've got more tracks going on in my brain. I've got more ability to do many, many tasks at the same time. And 
we often have swallowed that, I think, as women. We've believed it and we've believed that it's something that we are good at. And I know that for me personally, I have totally swallowed that. I used to see multitasking as a badge of honor. And I used to think, well, I can handle it. Keep putting stuff on top of me because I will juggle it. I will beat it away. And I now realize that that wasn't helpful. And it probably wasn't even making me as productive as I thought that it was. And and more on that later. And There is so much research on multitasking that backs this up. And there is research, there have been studies that show women are not better at multitasking, even though it's traditionally been perceived as a woman's domain. And women are usually or often juggling jobs and households and children and a mixture of activities at any one time. But actually, studies have shown that women are no better at multitasking than men. They are not more well-equipped to switch between tasks and to juggle multiple activities concurrently. And women's brains are no better equipped or no more efficient to excel at tasks when they are multitasking. There's lots of robust data that really turns a lot of our cultural narratives around women and around multitasking on its head. And what a lot of the research has actually shown is that, yeah, women do more tasks, women do more work, and women juggle more. But that doesn't mean they are inherently more skilled at it and it actually is just as difficult for women to multitask as it is for men and that is due to the fact that there is this female domestic and emotional load and inequality and that's the that's the story across the globe in many many different walks of life and in many many different social classes and in my mind it really shows why multitasking is a false flag It's not what we should be focusing on. We shouldn't be asking women or anyone to pile more and more on top of themselves. Instead, we should be thinking about the inequalities, the systemic inequalities that mean women have to multitask more and the ways in which we can support all of us to have a more healthy approach to completing tasks, to a work life that works and some element of commitment at all times in our working lives to that mental well-being and that equilibrium, that ability to judge not from a perspective of pushing ourselves to the nth degree, but instead from a perspective of what feels good, what feels right and what is sustainable. It can take some time to undo this narrative. I think we shouldn't lose sight of how deeply felt a lot of these mindset ideas are and how long it can take us to untangle that. And I know that this was the case for me because I believed that maybe I was just the exception. I was just really good at multitasking and I was able to balance and manage so many things. I wasn't late and I wasn't losing out or getting my activities done badly. I was still managing to keep everything afloat. 
And for me, it was really revealing when I did some strengths work myself as part of my training. And strengths work is something that I love to do with my clients. And it's really insightful and amazing. And if you're listening to this and you're interested in exploring your own strengths, do get in touch with me because it's something that I offer in my Empowered CEO coaching program. And you can book onto a call with me about that, an anti-self-sabotage call where we can also discuss beautiful things like strengths and progressive mindset by clicking on the link in the show notes or going to bit.ly forward slash booking Lucy. I digress because I was saying that when I did this strengths work and I used this amazing tool called Strengths Profile, I realized that actually a lot of what I thought were my strengths that maybe were part of the multitasking picture, the way that I saw myself and my abilities were actually something that the strengths profile terms learned behaviors. And a learned behavior is really interesting because it's where we've learned to be good at something. We, we are good at it, but it doesn't energize us and we don't enjoy it. And as a result, that can be really draining. If we spend too much time on our businesses or in our lives, on tasks that are draining, then it doesn't lead to that sustainable business development, that sustainable life development that I talked about earlier. So for me, that was a real wake up call where I thought, hang on, I can do the time management thing, but it drains me and I don't enjoy it. So actually, wherever possible, that's something that I should be managing. I should be able to keep my focus so that I don't constantly feel like I'm balancing so many things at once. And that leads me really nicely into the second part of this podcast, which is all about multitasking as a very specific productivity lie. And that's because to burst this myth wide open, multitasking does not make you more productive. It doesn't make you work harder or better. It might make you work harder actually, but it certainly doesn't lead to better results. And the brain science behind this is fascinating because when we try and multitask, we can actually produce changes in our brains that can cause mental health and well-being issues. It can cause depression, anxiety, and it can actually make your productivity levels go down. So while multitasking can feel really unpleasant, it's also bad for your productivity levels and your overall sense of contentment and your mental health. And this caused me to think of an analogy between speeding when you're driving a car and using multitasking to, in theory, increase your productivity. Now, I know someone who had to attend one of those speeding courses. It wasn't me, but they went along and they found it really, really useful. And one of the interesting findings that they found out about when you speed in your car is that if you spend a whole journey revving the car up, going faster for a bit, and then having to get in line behind traffic, and then revving your car up and speeding and going over the the speed limit repeatedly, you end up in an hour journey, maybe shaving 30 seconds off your time, off your overall time to get from A to B. So yeah, you've shaved off a few seconds, not even a minute, about half a percentage point of time. But you're more stressed, you've been more dangerous, your driving has been less 
aware of everything around you and you have become more of a risk to yourself and others. And I thought this was a really good analogy for multitasking. It may feel like you're getting more done, but at what cost? At what cost to your relationships? At what cost to the colleagues that you work with? Or at what cost to the quality of the work that you are producing? So I think that's really worth bearing in mind and just remembering that the lie of productivity is big and wide with multitasking and it totally links in with toxic busyness. It totally links in with feeling like we have to hustle. We have to almost be physically uncomfortable to know that we're working hard and we're working in inverted commas properly. And this very neatly leads me on to the next section of the podcast, which is about the multitasking lie that leads us to burnout. And again, that speeding analogy feels really appropriate. It can absolutely lead us to crashing and burning if we multitask as a normal state of affairs, if we just soak that up as part of what it is to work, what it is to live and as if we just accept it as something that cannot be helped and cannot ever be challenged. So this is why I care about multitasking. This is why it's a topic that makes me really passionate because when we are multitasking, it is often led by a lack of self-belief, a lack of self-kindness and compassion, a lack of boundaries and a bit too much people-pleasing. And it can lead to the destruction of amazing businesses. It can lead to great levels of discontent. And I really don't think it's exaggerating to say that it really can lead to the destruction of families, of lives. It can lead to things becoming so unpleasant because when we multitask, as I said before, it has that risk of other mental health issues and it has a risk that you're going to head for burnout. We have to really remember that mind-body connection and that when we treat ourselves and our emotional states and our mindsets badly, it will reverberate on our bodies in some other shape or form. It might lead to us getting ill, it might lead to us developing some kind of chronic condition. And again, I I have another mini analogy here, which is I'm now living in a very, very hot country. And occasionally I find that my brain isn't quite working. What is going on? I can't quite get the thought process out. I'm struggling to do the single task that I have in front of me. And then I realize, and this happens like once or twice a day, oh, I turned the air conditioning off and now I need to turn it back on again. And that goes to show that link between our brains and our bodies, and it works both ways. So remember, sometimes you need to turn the air conditioning on. You need to cool that brain of yours down. And if you exist in a constant state of multitasking, you're doing the very opposite. You're running on empty, you're running on too much adrenaline, which is not good for your system. And you're not enabling yourself to be the best version of yourself, be the best version of you as a business owner, even if it feels like from the societal expectations that that's what you should be doing. So for the final part of this podcast, I want to really focus on what it is you can do, how you can protect your business from the scourge and the lie of multitasking. Well, first and foremost, you can challenge it as a concept. I do. And 
as I said right back at the beginning, sometimes it is unavoidable and that's really annoying. But oftentimes it is not unavoidable. It's why I time block. It's why I think about serial unitasking, which is a term that's been coined to counter the idea of multitasking. So I think about the things I need to get done and I give them my full attention in a consecutive order. It's also really important to protect yourself by supercharging your self-esteem because this will lead to lots of other mindset benefits. When we feel good about ourselves and when we, we understand and we know our worth and we feel connected to who we are, we're able to keep our boundaries in place. And you can click on the link in the show notes. I'm going to link to my episode on boundaries and also my episode on saying no, and my episode on people pleasing. So if you find those areas particularly challenging, there'll be lots of resources in the show notes. It's really key because when we feel better about ourselves, all of those things connect and become far easier to do. We think, actually, I don't have to people please. I don't have to say yes when I don't have the capacity. And connected to that, remember the productivity truths. That rest is good. That self-care makes you productive. Even though you don't need an excuse for self-care, it has a brilliant byproduct of making you more productive. And that finally, a happier person is a more productive one. Because when we feel more contented, our brain is working at the optimum. We're not allowing those negative patterns to seep in where we feel overwhelmed, where we decide to procrastinate because actually we're just overcome by how much it is we have to do. And so that summarizes some of the things you can do to protect yourself and your business from multitasking. And of course, just to reiterate that nuance at the beginning, you are allowed to multitask sometimes. But as I say about feeling unhappy or worrying or feeling negative about things, try your very best not to set up camp there. Don't set up camp in a way of life that means multitasking has a hold over you or makes you feel like it's something you ought to be just putting up with because you really do not need to put up with it. So I hope you have enjoyed this episode. I've been quite passionate during it about that lie of multitasking. I hope you've got lots of insights from it. Let me know if you want one of those anti-self-sabotage breakthrough calls so we can talk about it further. And until then, I will see you next week, championing you and your purpose-led business always. Bye for now.